For this nonprofit management, I'm gonna introduce yeah, you. Sure, I'm ready for. Go ahead. Ready for this? All right. Okay. Hello, for the King listeners. Uh, I am joined today with one of my f- good friends, Keegan. Um, me and him met Hi. down. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> he is here. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have a fake friend. Uh, I met this guy down in uh, IU Bloomington for my undergrad and. Um, me and him were both in a ministry together and um, we actually just became good friends. We did, we did this thing called sea store reviews. That was a big bonding moment for us. Our freshman year, we would go to uh, some of the campus stores that would sell food for students. And we would try the stuff and put it on Facebook video. Um, I mean, they got like 50 plus views. They were, they were popping off a little bit. Uh, they were pretty funny. So if you guys dig deep enough in YouTube, you could find it. I don't know. You could type in C store reviews. You might find that stuff. Um, so yeah, we would and do they're still out there. <laughs> they are still out there. <clears throat> so yeah, we, Oh, and we also did, um, underwater resource management together. So we would, we got a certificate, uh, that oh, yeah. scuba diving a lot. And, um, yeah, so we, we take scuba classes together and stuff like that. He was in that program too. So that was kind of, um, you know, how we met and how we, um, would hang out and things like that. And, uh, so he, he finished up his undergrad, uh, same time I did in uh, nonprofit management at the school of public and environmental affairs there in Bloomington. And, um, he has recently been an assessment worker for the child and protective services, right. Through the government. Um, but yeah, department of child services. Yeah. And now he's job searching for another thing similar to me. <laughs> I'm job searching as well. It's a brutal process. Okay. So this is this guy. Yeah, um, is. but, uh, you know, I did mention we were in a ministry together. Um, Keegan actually has some new views, um, surrounding God, religion, um, the nature of reality, what it means to be a human, those kind of things. So, um, yeah, he has these views now that are a lot different than when we were hanging out and, uh, we're still friends and keep up and stuff and text and um, just wanted to pick his brain for you guys to see, you know, what other people think. I don't want this uh, podcast to be an echo chamber where it's just Christians talking um, to each other and internal conversation, but um, obviously want critiques of religion being thrown in there. So Keegan is going to talk about some of those things today. So thanks for being on the podcast, Keegan. Um, Can you just walk us through? Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, just hit on right after college because we, we would st- I'd still see you and I, I things weren't exactly to that point yet. So what happened after similar to senior year uh, graduation, you know, what um, kind of caused or started you on a path um, maybe departing from the faith? And what would you claim you are now? What, um, what, what would title <clears throat> would you put yourself under? So, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just about to say that. Yeah. So um <clears throat> I have a wonderful chart um, <laughs> and it's there's Gnostic atheism. Mm-hmm. Um, there's agnostic atheism. There's Gnostic theist and there's an agnostic theist. And for a while I was an agnostic Christian, um, which was in it, it. It was a, I believe that, you know, the Christian God was correct, but I don't know for sure. You know, that's where I was for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I would say I'm an agnostic, uh, atheist, which means I don't believe that any God exists, but 
Um, I don't know for sure. And I don't think anyone can know for sure, you know? Um, So that's where I am on that. Um, And then there's the, you know, Gnostic theist, Gnostic atheist, which says kind of the opposite is like, I don't believe a God exists and I know for sure. And I know a God exists and I know for sure. Mm -hmm. That's what that whole thing would be. But yeah, um, I would say I'm an agnostic atheist, but um, pretty much I left college Went back to my hometown, um, got a job working um, investigation and assessment. Um, so I go in and investigate child abuse for the Department of Child Services. Um, and for a while, like for the past like three years before that time, like through pretty much all through college, I was struggling with these questions with religion in general, but you know, pinpointing Christianity because that's the way I grew up. You know, I grew up Christian. Um, and so I struggle with these hard, hard questions and I just didn't have any good answers. Um, and the first big one was, you know, evolution and whether or not evolution existed. And I eventually got to this point where it's like, yes, evolution exists, but I believe that God, you know, was the one doing it you know mm-hmm. it was kind of like a tool yeah. type of thing um and a lot of my hard questions i would sort of try to relate and like twist and do mental gymnastics to try to make it work um and i came to this point where i was just like i need to take a step back because i can't do this anymore because it was like literally i was i was just feeling pain like actual anguish in like in my head um it was just really really hard because i was like i don't want to ask myself this question for the longest time i was like i don't want to look into this i don't want to ask myself this question because i was scared of mm-hmm. becoming an atheist <laughs> sure. so i was like stopping from doing it and eventually i was just like i can't think about it anymore because if i think about it i i get upset i get sad i get I'm just like in pain. I just can't like really think about it. No one was giving me really good answers. Uh, I took a step back. I was like, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to try and look at it from an objective lens as much as possible. I'm going to try and take out as much bias as I can. I'm just going to try and look at the data. Um, and I found when I took a step back, I was like, okay, things started getting a clearer and clearer view for me. It's kind of what it feels like. Uh-huh. It was just like, I'm out here. And the more I stepped away from it, the more I sort of tried to take my emotions away from it. It was just like looking at it. Um, the weirder and weirder things started to sound. Um, and I was like looking into anthropological reasons for religion. I was looking at, evolution and the reasons for that and like biological reasons for it and just got to this point where i was like i don't believe this and i was like i can't i have too much respect for people in my life who are christian and who are religious Mm -hmm. and who truly believe it and truly practice i have too much respect for that too much respect for myself to act other other than the, what I believe, you know, because um, I could I could have carried on the act. I know a lot of 
the lingo. A lot about a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot of lingo. I mean, my dad is, yeah, my dad's a pastor. I mean, I could have stayed in it, but I was just like, I can't. So just came to this point where I was like, I need to be honest with myself. I need to be honest with people around me. And I was like, I'm an atheist. I, I, I don't believe this. Um, and I'm really glad I made that choice. Um, everyone in my immediate circle still accepts and love me, loves me. Um, because that was like one of the biggest things I was afraid of saying. I was like, I'm going to say this and it's going to hurt people in my, in my family. It's going to hurt my parents and it's going to hurt my friends. I'm just, um, but you know, luckily that all went down pretty well. Um, and you know, here we are, (laughs) I was just like trying to find, you know, the truth in the world, you know, just trying to find what, what it all the tr- like what just what the truth is you know yeah so that's sort of the long and short of it you yeah, know the journey um cool so uh one point i want to pick out there and uh, get some clarification on you you just said you were um just looking into these things i'm just curious just for the listeners and just for the sake of the journey, what sources were you looking at? Um, did you look at other religions and their claims? Did you look at Christian apologetics and their claims? Did you look at, um, I, I know you, you, I hear you talk, um, what do you mean? You just, it's just me and you talking. Yeah. I hear Richard Dawkins, Sam Harris, some of those, like <clears throat> big, um, the, these new atheists, um, and what, you know, their, their yeah. views. Um, so did they have a big impact on you? Uh, was it purely just the university would teach about evolution and you would just kind of maybe talk to a professor kind of, you know, what was that like and what sources? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my entire life I've been surrounded by apologetics. Um, Uh and I've always been really big into natural science. So growing up, I was like constantly trying to find either good arguments or, um, facts and evidence that would support my claim on uh, pretty much my entire life. You know, I went to the creation museum in Kentucky. I w- did multiple apologetics courses, um, growing up. Um, and you know, my parents were Christians. They're not so much into the apologetic scene anymore, but, mm-hmm. um, that whole side of things was pretty much covered, um, for me. And as far as like Christians, as a Christian would be concerned, not politically, but in the realm of Christianity, I would, yeah. at the end, I was pretty liberal because it was like the only way for me to like make sense of things in the world, you know? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, and you know, my dad and my mom, both, they were both trying to give me things to look at you know, as counter arguments, um, which would have been, you know, um, mere Christianity by CS Lewis and, um, letters from a skeptic by Greg Boyd and things of that nature. So I was like, I was looking at those things as well. Uh-huh. Um, but I was really diving into the, I was really diving into things that I had never had the chance to look at from an objective view, which would have been the science and would in the, uh, the science and evidence and things like that of it all. Um, So 
whenever I do whenever I do research on anything, I always try to use the best sources possible. These would be, you know, um, universities, the BBC. Um, PBS is pretty good too. I mean, I try to use things from either .gov sites or university sites. You know, sure. um, yeah, that's where I try to get. Yeah, I said books too. Um, as far as listening to atheists, big big atheists and stuff like that, that didn't uh-huh. come in till after. Oh, okay. After I, that's yeah. what So it was pretty much, yeah, yeah. It, they didn't really have a big play in 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 that transformation. I remember watching them when I was younger and being like, "Wow, these guys don't get anything." Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was a little bit more closed minded then, but. Um, I just got to this point where it's like, I made this choice. I didn't really make a choice. It just sort of happened where it's like, I can't believe this. I don't, I don't believe it. I can't. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And then I started looking at, you know, Sam Harris, Christopher Hitchens, Richard Dawkins, watching a lot of their things. I've read Christopher Hitchens books um, and reading more of that. Uh, Cause I feel like they, provide a, a lot more insight to things that I had never seen before, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, just to <clears throat> make sure I'm hearing you correctly, most of the pull to relinquish your faith was uh, internal confliction, not really external people saying, Hey, hey uh, Keegan, don't believe in this. Don't believe it's more, you were having this internal yeah. conflict of it. Like, do I even believe this? And then as you, that, that is what caused you to go out and search. Not people were necessarily like, um, you know, professors or whatever. It wasn't really people that were causing doubt speaking into your life yeah. or internal things. Yeah. And it, okay. cause the thing is, is I grew up with a Christianity um, and my, it's actually Christianity sort of started it all for me. Cause uh-huh. I was like, I always want to believe in truth. I was like, I always want to search out truth and I believe in justice. Um, and those are like the two big things for me. Um, but because of that sort of fundamental tenet of who I was, it sort of led me out of Christianity, uh, Christianity. Cause I still value truth. Uh-huh. Like in want to make sure that like the nuance of a situation or the truth and facts and evidence are always made sure to be properly addressed. If that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. It was way more internal okay. than it was external. If that, make, if yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. So can you speak to some of the weakest points of theistic belief whatever said religion. Um, but I mean, you grew up in a Christian, just, just uh, walk us through some of the weakest, the things that fell first that made the structure um, unable to hold itself up in your life. What were some of the things that you were just, was it things concerning the Bible? Was it yeah. things, um, concerning just the rational belief in, in just God as an abstract concept and not the physical words of the Bible? Uh, Jesus's life was not plot, that those kind of things. What were some of the building blocks that, were taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the main, I think the main driver for me was just like me looking at it and being like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. That was the thing I was struggling with. And, and I was like, 
a lot of it, the pieces just aren't fitting for me. I was just like, okay. Um, and the more and more and more I learned, I was like, okay, this, I can't, I can't, the old arguments that I would have used to refute the things I was finding just didn't stand up. And that was the big thing is again and again and again, when it came to science, when it came to sort of an atheistic worldview, I was running into arguments that were backed up by evidence and facts that people could point to and be like, look at these things that we have found. Um, And then when Christians, um, and I'm going to mainly rely on Christianity because that's what I grew up as, but yeah. When it came to those things, it was like, how do you feel about this? Or like, what do you think about this? It was never, I never really, whenever it comes to Christian argument for theism, it never really relied on facts. It was always like, well, what do you think of this? And it was always like a straw man argument of, or, or something of that nature for me. And I was just like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And then I started looking at Christianity itself and I was like, okay, how, how does this make sense? And I was trying to make the pieces fit. Um, and they just weren't making any sense. Um, trying to think of a pretty, uh, of an example. Oh, the big one, one big one for me was like, why would, why would God come at a time where people couldn't read, you know, there wasn't any way to prove anything and let like there wasn't any video evidence photography because in the mindset of a Christian, it's like, well, he knows that we would have developed videography, cinematography and, and our science would have become far more uh, complex and sophisticated. He, he would have known that, but he decided to go to a place where literacy was like at an all time low. He could have even gone to China, you know? Yeah. Um, he could have even like where reading or he could have even gone to the height of Rome, um, but he didn't like, and that was the big question for me where I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like if he really loves people, if he really wanted, wants everyone to be a follower and, you know, have a relationship with him, then why didn't he show up where he not only could have been proven that he exists so that everyone would have no doubt. Mm -hmm. um, And then could really make a good choice. I was like, that was the, that was the first big question where I was just like, I can't, I can't explain this in a, in a way that makes ethical moral sense. I was like, I can't even make it make sense. Logically. It just doesn't make, it it didn't make, I couldn't make that piece fit. Mm -hmm. And then other things started coming in where I was like learning more and more about human history and, 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 evolution and things like that. And I was like, I found out there have been eight 
different species of human that have lived and Neanderthals lived alongside humans for a couple thousand years. And I was like, this is, I don't understand it. I can't, I can't wrestle with it. And then um, this was after I became an atheist, but I saw this, someone wrote this to me and they were like, well, imagine this. Okay. There's one selected group, one religion is supposed to be one God, one religion, one selected group of people that are true and right on one planet out of 2000 plus gods and deities and religions. And then on that planet out of one trillion billion planets out of multiple galaxies, there's only one planet and out of the 2000 plus, it was just like, I, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was the moral questions that I was also getting into. It's like, why doesn't God, if he loves people so much, why doesn't he help those people who are in trouble? You know, Um, which the big thing for me was, because I answered that question when I was like 13, I was like, Oh, the reason he doesn't do it is because he would impede free will. And if a person wants to do something evil, then he's not going to stop them from doing something evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I came to this point where I was like, there are multiple instances where that just doesn't hold up where it's no one's will being put upon someone else like a starving child natural evil famines earthquakes like um yeah it's like yeah but even that could have been explained by well you know people are polluting the earth people are um causing um increased global warming you know even that can be like this domino effect type of thing but Uh i was like what's to stop God from dropping manna on a starving child or welling a spring in front of that starving kid, you know, who's malnourished and mm-hmm. is going to die in a, in a day. Yeah. Um, because he did it in the Bible for his chosen people, but he doesn't do it for these dying and sick kids. Um, there's a, quote by Adam uh, David Attenborough where he is like talking about there's a par- there are parasites that are specifically for human there's a worm mm-hmm. that burrows in, in human eyes oh. and the entire purpose of that worm is to burrow in human eyes they don't burrow in anyone else's eye because they're a human parasite that's their entire livelihood like that's that that's how they live that's their purpose yeah and it's like well if god created all things on this planet he created that worm too i was like came to this point where i was like if god exists he's not a god i'd want to worship in the first place um Th- yeah those are all really helpful so that gives us i think a good yeah. idea of some of the yeah. big things the shaky points um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we got to wrap this up because I got to head out in a second, unfortunately. Um, right. Really appreciate you walking through that. Um, and uh, absolutely do a follow up, more dialogue. Um, I, this is uh, for the yeah, listeners. Yeah. This, this was more of a get to know Keegan. Um, let's see where Keegan's at um, and what his uh, his views are and how he got there. Um, and then maybe me and you can talk about a few of those big points and things we were talking about, and we can dive into them a little more. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I think it would be really interesting to yeah. get into those types of. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And um, if if you're willing, and we can find the availability. Last thing, uh, just to kind of wrap up, um, how how do you view religion right now? Completely useless. Um, of of some use. Um, do do you hate religion, or when you see people that are religious doing um things that you would deem are not what we should be doing, that kind of thing? Um, what what's your view of that right now? And then we can kind of wrap things up. Last question. Yeah. Um, as far as religion as a whole is concerned, I, it's kind of a mixed bag for me because I think that it causes some truly horrific things to happen in the world. Um, truly terrible things have been done in the name of religion. Um, and many of those religions are written in that way um, for people to do those terrible things um, because they're ancient religions, but, at the end of the day, I also think there's some good to it. Um, I think that many things in religion are wisdom that have been created and given to us by our ancestors, by, by our people, by other humans. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I, I, I don't hate, I don't hate religion. I definitely hate some of the things that it does. Um, But I also love some of the things that it does, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that it's, it deserves respect until it stops deserving its respect. That's, that's sort of where I've come to, you know? Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. It's, that makes sense. But yeah. yeah, thanks for talking with me. I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, likewise, I'll definitely, it's nice catching up. I know it was good to talk before this too and just catch up. Um, well, thanks yeah, uh, yeah. for the King listeners um, for tuning in and listening to uh, my friend Keegan share with us some of his ideas and things that um, have happened over the past few years in his life. So uh, we really appreciate you, Keegan, um, sharing that with us. And we'll do a follow-up episode. Um, Keegan and I will find a time yeah. to talk again and actually have more dialogue on um, the subject. But um, remember to like and subscribe and share the podcast if you find it valuable and worth listening to. Um, and we have a website up now at for the King Podcast. Um, dot com for the podcast.com and then uh, if you have any inquiries or want to interact with any of the things that were spoken today on this episode you can reach me at for the king podcast at gmail.com and send me an inquiry or a question or anything like that um and yeah i think that's it so as always we do it for the king to the king through the king by the king it's for the king jesus thanks for listening guys ready yeah, yeah. um yeah i got it was nice out. talking to you though yeah it was good to catch up and everything who's uh, that it's my brother Bryce. Oh, how's it going, man? Uh, We've met before, like once or twice. Yeah, at that uh, one pub. Yeah. Oh, yes, when we had your Russian nesting dolls (laughs) or whatever those things were. I don't know if they were nesting dolls. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. That was funny. That's funny.
All right. Oh, well, it was nice talking to you. Yeah, good to talk to you too, man. Love you, God, brother. Yeah.